Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, gals and pals, game on. It's time for the Sports Gal Pal Podcast where we help gals and their pals come together over sports. Don't hate the game, love the game. Or at least find out why he loves it so much. Now your host, the sports gal pal herself, Ramona Rice. Well, hey there, Gal Pal Nation. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where I help you understand why sports fans in your life scream at TVs during games. And oh my God, last night, Thursday Night Football, Lord have mercy! Like, they were screaming all over the place from Houston because of the bleeding and the bleeding and even more bleeding. And from New England going, there's a savior and it's this quarterback that can run and doesn't stay in the pocket like Brady. But I am your host, Ramona Rice. You can connect me on Twitter at SportsGalPod, of course, on SportsGalPod.com. And I'm like, you're like, gals and pals, I know you're excited because you're like, wait a minute, SportsGalPod, we get two episodes of you this week? That's right, because of the way my schedule works and the way that the show runs. You know, I could batch all these. I could record all these and hold on to them really tight. But if we're talking about sporting events that happened like last night, like, um, you know, Houston and New England or a certain upcoming game that I'm looking forward to, which is Pittsburgh versus Philadelphia, which my guest is totally looking forward to because he's an Eagles fan like myself, then, you know, I can't sit on it. I can't. So you guys are getting this like double dose of sports gal pal. You're welcome. Um, but my guest today, I'm super excited. He is a phenomenal podcast editor. If you've heard the show, She Podcast, there's a bunch of them he does, but that's my favorite that he does. Um, he edits that show. So he's known in the female podcasting circuit because he can't help it. He actually is one of two men that have ever been in that She Podcast group. It's like 4,000 female podcasters and he got to be in there for a week. And so we're going to maybe mention that a little bit. Um, besides that, he has been watching sports since 1972. He has seen for, <laughs> a true Philadelphia fan. He's watched four venues being tor- uh, torn down. He has been to only three Philadelphia championship parades because that's the way it goes. Um, he once broke a recliner when, D- when D-Jax ran back a last second punt to beat the Giants. Everybody should do that only when he's an eagle. Now that he's a Redskin, I don't care. And he is a virgin. This is his first year playing fantasy football, and he's part of that crazy podcast movement league that I'm running. But it is John Buchanis. Welcome, John, to the show. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? I am great. I am great. It's always fun when I get another Eagles fan on the podcast. Um, I've not had too many, to be honest. Have, are you on the Wentz wagon? I think I might be. I wasn't at first. Like like in April. Now, to clarify, in April, I wasn't really paying attention to football. And I wasn't really paying attention to the draft. But then all of a sudden, people kept blowing up my phone, you know, who didn't know what I was really going through. And they were like, um, do you have any comments on this Wentz guy and what, what they're doing? And I looked and I was like, oh, my God, Peterson, what the hell? Because we had just stopped the bleeding from the Chip Kelly era where he, like, you know, traded everybody. And brought in everybody new. And then you're like, why did you bring in all these people? And then you ruined DeMarco Murray. Because he turned a downward um, runner into a sideways runner, and that didn't work. And then you look at like Shady McCoy, and I'm like, why? Why are we trading him? Why? You know. Right. And then and then G Jacks, I'm like, why did we trade? 
so so many trades i disagreed with so with peter with peterson getting wins i was like what in the world they're doing but the kid looks really good i'm shocked i mean he just has it and when i mean it he's he sees it. The only problem with him is he just doesn't realize that he's not in like double A college football, or whatever it is. And he takes on these linebackers and he's going to get killed if he doesn't knock it off That's because he's taken major, major hits in these past two games. So, and he's already broke, cracked a rib. So we got to keep him healthy because if he goes down, we have Chase Daniel. All right. That's not going to be good mm-hmm. at all. So, yeah. So, I've been an Eagles fan. I, I broke my toe on a coffee table back in the day when the uh, Eagles set up to kick a last-minute field goal, last-second field goal, uh, and uh, they fumbled the snap, and they missed it. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys won, and I jumped up, and I kicked the coffee table, and I broke my toe, and I limped for like a month and a half. Goodness gracious. I thought and that was crazy. D-Jacks, when D-Jax ran that punt back in the Meadowlands – I went to jump up out of my recliner and I had socks on and we have hardwood floors and my feet slipped out and my feet went up in the air and I crashed back down in the recliner and I snapped it. So, yeah, I'm a sports fan. Obviously, obviously. How did you get into sports? It was my aunt, my uh, mom's sister. She got me into sports, uh, like I said, in 1971. And back then, you only had like a couple games. There was a one o'clock game and a four o'clock game. So you had a one o'clock game here was the teams on the East Coast. Four o'clock games were teams on the West Coast. So I had an East Coast team, which was the Eagles. My West Coast team was the Oakland Raiders. That was back when it was Blanda and Belenikoff and Branch and Lyle Zayden, Ott, you know, all those, you know, mega stars and um, really enjoyed the Oakland Raiders. So I kind of like faded away from that as I got older and the team started to go downhill. But uh, yeah, so I just, I'm an Eagles fan right now, true blue, bleed green. And it's tough. It's tough to be an Eagles fan. It's always tough to be an Eagles fan. You know, when I tell people I'm an Eagles fan, they look at me like I'm crazy. Well, how are you an Eagles fan from where you live? I don't understand that. You should be a Redskins fan. Oh, God, no. I understand that. Why but. would you ever wish that on the Sports Gal Pod? I thought you liked me. <laughs> the thing is, you kind of live in that area. So I you do know. live in the area, yeah. I'm about three hours away from Washington, D.C. Or I could technically be a Panthers fan. That wouldn't be so bad. I don't mind them as much. Um, but really, I became an Eagles fan a couple of reasons. I was actually born in Philadelphia, um, but I only spent like two weeks there. Okay. And um, so growing up, I actually was a 49ers fan like all kids were in the 80s because they were, you know, just so good, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody followed them. And I kind of casually, but I wasn't really a big like sports fan. I just kind of like, oh, yeah, I like the 49ers. I like Steve Young, you know, that sort of thing and Jerry Rice. But um, it wasn't until... I started dating my um, my late husband that I was like, you know, I started like really following football. And there was this player in the 49ers, Terrell Owens. And when uh-huh. he did his Sharpie incident with the fall, I was like, that guy's awesome. Like I was in my bad boy wide receiver phase. So when he was traded to Philadelphia, I'm like, you know what? Let's let's just fall Philadelphia. But it wasn't T.O. that made me a Philadelphia Eagles fan. It was Brian Westbrook. Oh, my God. I love that man so much. Like, my dream is to have him on this podcast, um, is, is having Brian Westbrook on. I love him to bits. I just am like, my favorite moment with the Eagles in the past couple of years is when he was in Dallas um, and then the game, McNabb, um, he, you know, passing the ball or, or gave him the ball and he goes to the middle and he like runs, I swear, for like 50 yards. It was like huge. And then he stops right at the one line, one line. And he goes down. And he goes down. Now, I had him on my fantasy team as well. And I'm going, (laughs) no! 
But, you know, it's such remarkable. This is exactly, it's the perfect play that epitomizes who Brian Westbrook is as a player and as a man, because he had the intelligence to go, we will run out the clock and they will not have a chance to score against us again because we've already won this game. Right. And and just that kind of, you know, he wasn't worried about his own personal stats or his own personal glory. He thought about the team and what the team needed. And that to me is just, I love him. I love Brian Dawkins. Um, so that whole era of McNabb, I don't mind. I threw up a little when he was in that Redskin jersey for a while, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, I um, that that's how it, it became. And I've just kind of stuck with it. Um, you know, I have a DJX jersey. I have a T.O. jersey. <laughs> you know? I used to wear the T.O. jerseys when we play the um, the um, Cowboys. And I'll wear the DJX jersey when we play the Redskins. So. You know, it's funny. My daughters are, you know, they're really they're animal lovers. They have cats and dogs and stuff like this. And they're I guess they were like uh, my 14, 12, 11 years old. And Michael Vick was uh, acquired by the Philadelphia Eagles. And Michael Vick is from my hometown. So right. that whole trial, the dog thing, right. was so, everywhere here because all that stuff happened here. So they come out and they march out and they go, if Michael Vick is an Eagle, we're Dallas Cowboy fans. I just looked at him. I said, pack your bags and get out. Yeah. Because no Dallas Cowboy fan will live in this house. <laughs> all right. I don't care if you like another team, but not the Cowboys fan. You want to be a Cowboys fan? Pack your bags. Get out. And my wife was like. Tell them you're not serious. I said, I am serious. I am not having a Dallas Cowboy fan in this house. That's not happening. I'll take a Giants, Redskins, not a Dallas Cowboy fan. Hate them. Wow. Absolutely hate them. So this is interesting. So my family, my dad is actually a New York Giants fan. He's from um, New York. So mm-hmm. He's a Giants fan, and obviously he did not. I'm raising the children. Well, my daughter, because she likes cats, likes the Panthers, and so I'm like letting it go. I'm like, fine, it's a decent franchise. I don't mind that. But my son's an Eagles fan, okay. and so I'm raising them correctly as much as I can. Um, my my dad didn't do that. He just he just let us to our devices. So I am a uh, Eagles fan. My dad's a Giants fan. My younger sister and people on my podcast have listened to it and heard the story. But sorry, you're gonna hear it again because John doesn't know. My younger sister is actually a Cowboys fan, and then my mother married a Redskin fan. So we have the entire NFC East covered. Wow. So See, uh, Thanksgiving. What's, what happened to your sister? I just want I just want to know what happened to your sister. There's a lot of things that have happened to my sister. That's a whole like podcast episode there. You know, it's just it's Rachel. I think honestly it's it's you know, it's part of me with the you know, I tell people, Oh, it's you know, a little bit of rebellion against my dad. I think it was true rebellion against my father and stepfather. I, think, I got you. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I'm not against cowboy fans that are from Dallas, Texas, or Cowboys fans that are from Texas. I get it. It's your team. You grew up there. That's your team. I get it. And I can, you know, I can respect your passion for your team like my passion. What I can't stand is these cockroaches in the Philadelphia area that have, you know, the Eagles have not always been a good team. All right. And so what they did is they jumped on their front runners. They like the Dallas Cowboys. They like the New York Yankees. You know, they like the New Jersey Devils. So they're all front runners. So what happens is you don't see them. Okay, when the, the the Dallas Cowboys are bad, you don't see them. But as soon as the Dallas Cowboys win, they crawl out from under the rock where they've been hiding, and they come out and they start doing like a dance, like that, you know, like there's something. So that's what I have a problem with the Dallas Cowboys fans in my area, because there's no there's no reason for that. You know, it happens in a lot of areas. So in my area, I've got a lot, a lot of military that lives here. So we don't have like, a, and we have triple A baseball affiliate for like the um, Orioles. Mm-hmm. But we don't have a, a pro team here. And we got a lot of military. So you get a lot of people from everywhere. And a lot of actually Steelers fans, because people uh, moved down when the steel mills closed in Pittsburgh, they moved here to work in the shipyards. So we have tons of Steelers fans around here. And I don't mind that so much because it's like family 
passing down tons of Cowboys fans because they just you're right they, they just seem to be everywhere but what's interesting to me is like college so I went to the University of Virginia my my regular listeners know this go who's and you know during football season you can't see anything about Virginia because we're terrible we are a really bad football team but then all of a sudden basketball comes around and we're phenomenal in basketball and it's just the last couple of years we've been really really good and um all of a sudden I'm seeing all this UVA stuff I'm like where the hell have you guys been like, where were you between 1996 and 2006 when we weren't ever in the NCAA tournament? Like, where were you guys? Come on. So, yeah, I totally, totally understand. And I think that's the nature of fandom. I think that for some people, it is, a, you know, not even a hobby, but it's more like, oh, it's happening. I'll bring the stuff out. And then for others like yourself, it doesn't matter if they're win-lose. They're still your team. Yeah, I mean, I was so disgusted with the Chip Kelly error of the Philadelphia Eagles. Was I was like, really hard. It was really hard to be. What are they doing here? And then when he got fired, I was like, no, he shouldn't be fired. He should be like flogged or he should be, he should be waterboarded because look what he did to our team. And now he gets to go and ruin another team. I mean, that's, that shouldn't be allowed. Well, it's not hard to ruin San, San Francisco. They're pretty much like, you know, already at the bottom. But are you shocked on how fast they turned this team around? I mean, how are you? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I had no idea this was going to happen. Like last year when they announced the firing, I was at a restaurant and I saw on Twitter, I ordered a martini to celebrate. See, I would have fired him halftime of the Detroit game. Uh, it was like, was that oh, the, the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving? Yes. That I would have fired awful. him. I would have walked into the, the locker room at halftime and said, pack your bags and find a way home. All right. You're not coming home on a team plane. And I would have fired him then. And I called the sports talk station in this area and I said that and the guy says you can't do that and I said what do you mean I can't I'm the owner I can do whatever I want look what he did to this team John look how I'm going to pause you a minute because the dogs are going nuts because of course the doorbell rang can I put you on hot pause one second sure That's ever happened. Like, ever. I have kids that live here, parents that live here. The dogs have never done that before. And the one time, I'm like, and it was in the middle of the story, like, come on, girls. I know. It's, well, it's just me. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> just, I mean, you know, and it's just for an Amazon Prime package. I'm like, really? You need to just ring the doorbell for that? <laughs> <laughs> My Amazon Prime packages, they just like throw at the back door. That's what like they're I, supposed I, to do. Exactly. I got you. Oh, stupid delivery driver for having good customer service. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'm such a Philly fan. You know what bugs me, too? Are people I'm dating currently right now a Bears fan. Very poor move on your part. I, I saw that on Twitter the other night. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, the clapping, the clapping. I shouldn't talk about it because I should save it from my other show. But I'll talk about it because you're, you're a fan of the other show. We should not be friends. Everybody mm-hmm. should listen. Do you agree people should listen to it? It's a funny show. I do. I do. I think you uh, have a good – well, the other th- – I told you this in person that I think that Tim can't handle you, that you're too much of a woman for him, that you know he, you intimidate him, and he doesn't know what to do, so he kind of cowers. 
Oh, Tim's gonna love hearing that. I didn't even tell him that part. I, I kind of, I didn't forget about it, but I was like, nah, we don't even tell him that. He okay. Doesn't, he doesn't listen to the show anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I mean, so I'm dating, and I've, you know, I, my husband was never a fan of any of my teams, other than he kind of became a Wahoo fan because I forced him because we went to so many games mm-hmm. that I was like, no, you're gonna like, like I've decided that my next husband, if I get married again, it's like, no, you will adopt the ways of Elise. UVA because I have season tickets. Right. I'm there all the time. Like, you're just going to have to suck this up. It's a huge part of my life. So, if you can't handle it, I, I don't know what to do with you. It's a deal breaker. It, it, it is. I've been on dates with guys that are like, I don't like sports. I'm like, did you not read my profile? Like, you don't like sports. Okay. And that, I'm like, I, like, what do you mean? I found like at least like five dudes that asked me out that I'm like, they didn't like sports at all. Well, what was, do they do? What do they do? What do you talk know. about? I don't know. I don't know. What guys talk about when when two guys are in a room, they don't know each other and they have nothing to talk about. We 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 go to sports. That's what we do. Well, some guys talk about like comic books or like nerd movie things Stop. like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, you know, or podcasting. That's that typically happens when I'm with a group of guys lately because I only hang out with podcasters. Right well, you now. hang out with podcasters, yes. But I mean, there's not. If you go somewhere and you find a guy, random guy, and he's a podcaster, that's like a four leaf clover. Yeah, like a girl that likes sports as much as I do. We are rare unicorns. So we should be celebrated and, and beloved. That's true. It, it's very true. Like I was um, the other uh, this morning, one of my um, husband's former coworkers was posting, you know, I'm, my son's watching football and I can't explain it to him. I need Ramona's help. And I'm like, I'll be glad to help you. And a guy like basically commented, he goes, how can a woman explain sports to a man? I'm like, oh my God, I'm going oh. to punch you in your fucking face. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in your fucking face and enjoy it. Yeah, that's a throw punch right there. I just, no, it's right to the balls. I'm sorry. Oh, really? Like, a chunk like, punch? Like, no, because honestly, you don't deserve to use those body parts if you think that way. I just, guys, never ever do this. With, if you see a girl in a um, sports bar, yes, there are those girls that come and they're there with their boyfriends and they're only there because their boyfriends are there. That's fine. You can identify those girls. But if you see a girl like me, who is an actual sports fan, first off, do not expect me to take your girlfriend if we're on a double date and hang out with her so you can watch the game. Oh, no, 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 no. You brought her. She doesn't want to watch the game. You talk to her because I'm watching the game. Yeah, you entertain her. You entertain her. Keep her occupied. That's you right. know, just seriously. I agree with that. Oh my god! And the second thing is, don't assume that a girl is there because she's there for a guy. Don't don't ever assume that because I guarantee you, I have many many women who I talk to sports with on a regular basis, and I'm like, who are more knowledgeable than a lot of the men out there. Well, I have to say, when we went to do the fantasy football draft, I realized how out of it that I am. So now what I really know is I know the Eagles and I know the some of the NFC East teams, but after that my knowledge drops off. Do you know that I drafted a guy that retired over the summer? <laughs> Who did you draft? I can't remember the guy's name, but I'm like, why isn't this guy getting any points? Then I read the oh, thing. Oh, you underneath. started him. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> so then I read underneath he says, Yeah, he retired in the summer of 2016. I'm like, what? So I quickly kind of like you know, uh, just sulked and like dropped him and picked up somebody else. But yeah, I really don't know. But I'm enjoying it. I mean, I'm I'm starting to get the hang of it. I'm starting to be having you know drop some players, pick up some other players and stuff like. I've got my first very first win, not in our league. I got my rear end handed to us to me both games, but I'm in another league with uh, another podcast group, and I got my first win. So you know, it's fun. What well, here's made you the- decide this year? Because fantasy football has been around, you know, for a while now. And um, it's very popular. But why this year did you decide I'm going to go ahead and start doing fantasy football? 
Well, because I figured that, you know, when it was podcasters, then we had two, there was like two interests. There was podcasting and there was fantasy football. And I thought I had a chance. I didn't think that people would be as into fantasy football as you guys are. Oh, yeah. I got into a league of sharks. I'm a minnow in a shark tank right now. Yeah, this this podcast movement league is no joke. Like, I Uh mean, there's not many sports podcasters per se. I think it's myself and then Sean are true sports podcasters, but the rest of them are just guys. And we have two other women. Right. Um, you know, and I think a couple of them, this is their first time playing too. So, you know, you're not the only one. But yeah, no, this is a league that, that is cutthroat and scary and they just do not care about your feelings. And you're like, when I met you a couple of weeks ago at a podcast conference, you're like, hey, yeah, I'm going to tell you a couple of things, but I'm not going to tell you too much because I'm going to kick your ass when it's my turn to play. And I'm like, okay, well, it's really only fantasy football. But I realize wow. now that it's like a, like a big, big deal. Yeah. Like there's some leagues. Uh, you know what? You should do yourself a favor. There's a great show. It's on Netflix. Um, it was on FX called The League. Do you like like comedy, like Family Guy sure. or that yes, sort of yeah, thing? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you need to you need to download it. You need to start streaming it like like today. First off, you will laugh your ass off. It's hilarious. But secondly, it is it shows you just the absolute worst things that could happen in a fantasy football league, um, and friends that have been together so long. Because I'm in a league, so I'm in this league um, for podcast movement. I'm in the Blog Talk Radio official Fantasy Experts League, which I always find hilarious. But I managed to win last year. Um, I still don't nice. know. I still don't know how I did that because these are like people who like I don't really podcast about fantasy football. I've been doing a lot lately because it's just easy. Because as I'm getting back into podcasting after my break, um, you know, I'm getting into that. But this. Um, that league's full of like, experts. That's all they do is podcast about fantasy football. So this year it's even more competitive. I'm like, because now I have a target on my back. None of them cared about me last year. And then like now they're like, oh, no, we got to get the sports gal pal. I'm like, ah. And then my real life league, which I'm 0-2 in. It's so frustrating. These are my actual real friends. That's a keeper league. So that's when we keep certain players every year. So it makes oh, drafting even harder. I mean, people take it where you have to, like, I've seen leagues where dudes have to get tattoos, like losing tattoos on their body. No, yeah. that would never happen. Yeah. But okay. They get trophies. Like, they, like, I can is, understand that. Like, my pal Dennis Farrell, um, he's a fantasy expert. He has this um, company he's partnered with that does, like, championship, like, they look like wrestling belts with a championship belts. Mm-hmm. You know, rings. They've got sportsman jackets. They have, like medals of shame that people wear like you know because it's a very guy centric they'll have crowns like tiaras that they'll have to wear if they're the loser um you know all kinds of things you know even like you know and it's funny because women don't at least the women i hang out with we don't naturally bet men naturally bet <laughs> and i realized that with the bears guy well um, he's known as boomerang adam on my other podcast okay but um you know he was like doing side bets so he lost so if i had lost if the eagles had lost that game on sunday i would have had to wear a kyle fuller um, chicago bears jersey okay. and for me that's awful because first of all, it's chicago bears and not my team but secondly kyle fuller went to virginia tech which is the rival of uva yeah see that's no good that's no good but no no he gets What's wearing, he wearing? He's wearing my T.O. jersey <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> See, now, for me, that's I think fantasy football, the reason I, I took so long to play fantasy football was back when I first started, I used to bet on bas- uh, on football, on sports. And it was, you know, just back then it was like the paper pools where you'd pick four teams and then you have the points and stuff like that. And I would, I was horrible. I was a mush. So it took all the fun out of sports for me. So finally I said, you know what? I'm not betting on sports anymore. I'm not gambling. I just, it just takes all the fun out of it. And if you can't have fun watching a football game with your team, then you, 
you can't have fun. I mean, there's just you, you might as well just find a bridge and jump. So for me, gambling took it out of there. And then I was afraid fantasy football would do the same thing. But with fantasy football, it's it's a different thing. It's more of a you know, it, it's more I there's I guess there's luck in it and but there's a lot of skill in it. And um I'm enjoying it so far. We'll see what happens after the season. That's good. And also with fantasy football last year, I always tell people who are just getting into football, playing fantasy football is a great a great way to do it because it forces you to watch every game. It forces you to pay attention to the entire league. Like you said, you were kind of like, no, I only focus on the Eagles and the NFC East, which makes sense, you know, because if you're not doing this, then you don't care what's going on in the rest of the league. You really only care about these four teams. Right. Because if you survive the four teams, you get into the playoffs and then you start caring. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like people who like um, college basketball, but they only care about their team. Whereas I'm a college basketball nut and I care about the entire country. It's kind of like that. Right. Like last week, I was I have the kicker for the Denver Broncos. So Denver's driving down and I'm like, stop them, stop them because I want them to kick a field goal. I'm like, who does that? So that's this thing that fantasy, fantasy football fantasy football owners do all the time. Yeah, it's like stop them so he can kick a field. Don't score! I want him to kick a field goal. The worst is when like so I needed in my league that I'm zero and two in. I had um Alshon Jeffrey. I've got one of the Bears players, Langford. I've got Langford, mm-hmm. and I kept going. Okay, I need Langford to get all the balls, and I need him to run a lot, but not really score because I want the Eagles to win. Right. And that's what you deal with. Like, that's why I typically do not, as just a general, I do not draft Redskins, Giants, or Cowboys. See, I couldn't, I have, think I have one Cowboy. No, you should. They're actually good players on there, but I was like, I'm not doing it. I can't do it. Like, I couldn't, like, Des Bryant was up. I could have, I could have drafted Des Bryant, and I didn't. Well, I passed the five. The only reason. That was probably actually a smart move because we didn't know that this Prescott kid would be this Prescott kid. Right. Now, that's a matchup I can't wait to see. I cannot wait to see Cowboys, and hopefully both of them are healthy enough to play against each other. Not that they'll be on the same field at the same time, but I think it's a really, it's like a new era of football, you know? Right, because, well, the only one we still have that's still like a dinosaur is Eli. But I still, I'm, I can't, I really don't want to stop the Eli face. Like, there's nothing better than beating the Giants and watching the Eli face, the long face. At the end of the game, when you're when he's when he knows he's beat, that that there's it just doesn't get any better than that. To be quite honest with you, I like Tom Coughlin's face. You know he's retired now, so we won't see it. But his beady eyes, and they would just get smaller and smaller and blacker and blacker. And his face would get redder and redder. Yeah, and his neck nose would glow like Rudolph. It's so fun. It is. It is fun to beat the Giants. Uh, Not as much fun. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're a real Eagles fan, you could go two and twelve. You could go two and fourteen. As long as you beat the Cowboys twice, it's that's not a bad season. <laughs> See, I'm okay. I mean, that's the thing. I don't like any of the NFC East teams. I don't either. I don't either. I'm trying to think the one I hate the most. I think maybe it's it's Redskins for me just because I'm in Redskin country and they're obnoxious. When they uh, no Cowboys fans are obnoxious too. See now, if you lived in this area, I don't know how much of an Eagles fan you would be because you would get to listen to the sports radio up here. And you would hear the fans up here. And we are we are like a flag. Like, in other words, whatever way the wind blows. Now, everybody's on the wind's wagon. He throws three interceptions in this game against Pittsburgh. And we will say, see, you knew we knew we shouldn't have done this. We shouldn't have got rid of Bradford. Look what he's doing. If Bradford has a good game in Minnesota and Wentz goes off the rails, uh, the, the, they'll turn on him in a country second. And that's just, that's just the way Eagles fans are. Now, I'm not that way, but a lot of the Eagles fans are. Sports radio in this town just drives the fandom. That's that's the God's honest truth. See, yeah, I don't really listen to sports radio anymore. I don't even listen to podcasts anymore about sports. I mean, it's an odd thing. 
Um, cause I took that again, I took a big break. So it's been like, I'm just now starting to get back into watching. And so it's been really refreshing kind of like not listening to talking heads and just like paying attention to what I want to pay attention to. It's a new thing. It's kind of weird. So how do you get your information? I guess you do a well, lot of reading. Yeah, no, you do a lot of reading. Um, NFL.com has great stats that I love. Um, you know, I will read like blogs and things like that, but it's different when you're reading something than hearing someone say it. When you hear someone say something, it can be really, really convincing um, because, you know, the inflections of the voice and all. But when you're reading something, you're reading in your own voice. So you kind of like, I don't know if I believe in this or not, you know? Mm-hmm. So I could be making that up off the top of my head. I don't know. But yeah, I'm a, I'm all, I guess you know, I'm older, so I'm more into sports talk radio than music. So I do listen to it a lot, but sometimes it does, it does get on my nerves because again, the one day they'll praise him. Then Monday he had a bad game and they're buried. They got, everybody's got their shovels out and they're digging a hole and they're burying the guy. And I just don't think that's right. But I mean, I get it. I mean, we're very passionate. We want to win. We want a Super Bowl. I would never get a tattoo except one tattoo that I would get. If the Eagles win a Super Bowl, I will have a tattoo of the Eagles helmet next to the Lombardi trophy, the number of the Super Bowl, and the date that I'll get tattooed on me. Nothing else. And I'm not a fan of tattoos by any stretch of the imagination. But that you would do. I would do that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. John, um, if members of Gapa Nation, because you have a really funny podcast with a personal friend of mine, Jessica. You want to tell people about that really fast? Yeah, it's called Off in the Weeds. And uh, Jessica Kupperman, let me try that again. Jessica Kupperman. I, I can never her. pronounce her last name. That's why I didn't. I was like, I'm going to let him do it. <laughs> Jessica Kupperman. She can't pronounce my name either. Uh, so we have a show. It's called Off in the Weeds. And we're two ADD East Coast blabbermouths. And we get some topics and we get in there and we mix it up. It's kind of like the same podcast that you and Tim have. There's a little contention there. Um, like sometimes we'll get into a, a debate and, you know, I'll get her kind of like in a, or she'll debate, you know, debate me into a corner and she'll want me to say it. And I'll be like, say it, say it. And uh, so it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of good time, a lot of laughs. And um, you can check it out. It's offintheweeds.com. Yeah, off the weeds. and it's a very funny show. I've listened to it. It's very funny. Um, it's a little different because they are they actually seem to generally like each other, whereas Tim and I do not. Yeah, I, you don't like each other? That's not true. We like each other. I was going to say, I can't really tell. But no, I do. I love That's that the point. show. That's the point of it. You know, right. no one should be able to tell. I just, I want to be very clear with the audience. There will not be some grand romantic Billy Crystal, Meg Ryan moment between uh, Tim and I. You don't think? No, I know so. First off, he is totally in love with this woman he's with. Um, and okay. I love her and I think she's fantastic. He's too young for me. Um, that too. And just, he's not my type. Okay. I you got know? you. And, and also cause he's annoying. <laughs> just... More annoying than clapping Adam. Oh, clapping Adam was only annoying because he was clapping at that moment. And why the name boomerang? Because he, uh, he, no matter how many times you throw him away, he keeps coming back. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. That's what I like a guy with some self-esteem. No, I mean, he just has, like, he has some moxie, you know? And, it's, again, it's not normally something I talk about in this podcast. If you want to go, we should not.com. Um, we just um, finished, I just released the episode yesterday about, we talk about Boomerang Adam. Okay. And a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, just, just the first, like, mm, 30 seconds, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're really talking about this. Yeah, so. you do shock me sometimes. Oh, do you? What was the most shocking thing? That there was multiple Adams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Which is a good, that's a good, that's a good move by you because you don't have to remember different names. No. Oh yeah. No, we, we did that on purpose. Okay. So, you know, it's funny. I was out with a um, friend the other night and he was like, oh my God, am I going to be one of the Adams? I'm like, no, you're a friend. You don't get to be an Adam. 
Your yeah. friend. No. Friends don't get to be Adams. Don't make friends your Adams. Anyway, if you don't if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to wishinot.com. Um it's my other podcast. It's it's climbing very quickly. The downloads are great. Um so it, it's a lot of fun to do. So if you want a, more of the sports gal pal and want to hear what she was doing in her six months absence, there you go. Mm-hmm. Because she was doing a lot. I highly recommend it. <laughs> and again, we'll keep you updated. John, I'm not sure when we play each other. Um, what's your team name? Off in the Weeds. Off in the Weeds. Oh, that makes sense. See? Let's see. Let me see if I can find Off in the Weeds, which um, you got Sproles. I like that. Oh, who else you got? Um, yeah, you got okay team. At least you didn't pick kickers right away. Anyway, it is uh, John Buchanan. Again, you can hear him on Off in the Weeds. He also does podcast editing, and he's an Eagles fan. So fly, Eagles, fly, John. Let's um, oh, let's beat Pittsburgh this weekend. I think we will. Uh-huh. I predict 24-17 well, Philadelphia. Vegas has it as um, Pittsburgh almost as high as a seven-point favorite. Yeah. Well, they haven't won a game, home game. They haven't won a game in Philadelphia since 1979. Yeah. Well, we're going to keep it that way. That's right. Because I really like to be three and oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. John Buchanan's everyone. Again, find him on Off in the Weeds. And John, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.